Um, businesses, we're talking about the coronavirus, we're talking about how it's affecting small businesses. Um, we're talking about how it's affecting small businesses in urban cities, but more importantly, right here in the District of Columbia. And this, what's happening here is happening everywhere, right? That's right. Businesses are being affected. You know, we talked about how we do always real talk. We're going to be highlighting these businesses. You have some businesses right here on 8th Street that's, that's now used to be walking. That's right. And then now they are what? The first thing, people are afraid. You know, that's the first thing. And we have to find a way to take away the fear. You know, that's the first thing you do. You know, we at war against the unknown. You know, as simple as that. It's, it's a war. And it's against the unknown, and it's, it's affecting people, and it's also going to affect our economy. And we have to find a way to really bounce back. We have to do both. We have to really protect the people, make sure they're safe, make, the, make sure they're secure, uh, make sure they're not stressed. And then we have to find ways to protect the economy at the same time. And businesses are concerned. They're concerned that uh, property taxes coming up. Uh, we're going to pay, have to worry about paying property taxes, and we don't have money coming in. We have professional licensing due right now. Do we have to worry about paying professional licensing fees right now? Or are we going to have to pay those penalties? Um, it's so much they're worried about. We can't service businesses, but yet we have to pay rent. You know, they were first worried about unemployment and all the rest, or employment of their people and paying their staff. You have some of the businesses on H Street who are literally paying their employees for another month. And, um, and those are the type of things that they're really concerned about. But, you know, we have to look past that. You know, we have to look and say, look, what are the health concerns of people? And we reached out to the mayor and the city council, and I think they've done a pretty great job in um, securing to make sure people have to worry about paying their, their taxes, or, or their, their, their personal sales taxes. We wanted the property tax to be deferred for a while. And then we wanted the um, same thing with employment and unemployment, how to deal with that, and how to get businesses um, some money. So they've been doing pretty good, and they dealt with the um, emergency legislation, the city council and the mayor. Uh, we submitted um, some ideas. And a lot of those ideas were really adopted. It's good to see that the city has made strides and the mayor has, I saw her on, on one of the stations this morning and she did a phenomenal job representing Washington, D.C. in terms of uh, the coronavirus and what we're doing and what people should Great do. Great job. D.C. Uh, is a very relaxed city and sometimes we can be too laid back and think, people think that it can't strike us, but it can strike us. It can strike us just oh, as it, well and, and, it's, and it's striking us. It, it's striking and it's striking us many it's across, across, striking, the, across the country. But I think the mayor is doing a great thing at really re relaxing people and people are not in this emergency state. But the people have to become self-disciplined to a certain degree. And we have to realize that this thing is really serious. And we have to self-quarantine. You know, we have to have enough discipline to self-quarantine and, um, and to protect ourselves and our loved ones. Because if you touch the wrong thing at the wrong time, you put your hands up in your face or breathe the wrong uh, possible air at the wrong time, the next thing you know, if your system is not strong enough, you infect it. So those are the type of things that we have to protect ourselves against. Well, and we just found out, I mean, I saw a little while ago that Senator, uh, one of the Ryan, Senators, Paul Ryan. Paul, he, that's right. He has, and he said he was in the gym this morning. That's right. Working out. And he was on the floor, around a bunch of people. I mean, this thing is. But you, you know, Tommy, I think that we are not being serious enough as a country. I think we are not being serious enough. Businesses are afraid. Businesses are afraid because, one, they invested their personal wealth. They are financially on the, on the front, on land in case something go wrong. Their personal credit can get screwed up. Uh, their business credit can get screwed up. The next thing you know, they lose their employees. After you lose your employees, how long will it take you to gain those employees back before you can reopen? So they have some legitimate concerns. But I think that you know, the city, the mayor and all, and the city council is doing a great job in trying to 
uh, deal with those issues and listen to the concerns of businesses, but I think we need to go further than that. But I think that really this is more of a federal issue than anything else. I agree. And, I agree. you know, if we look at the Great Depression back in uh, two, uh, two, uh, 1929, it took 10 years for them to come out of there. Hoover started it off, but at the same time, he couldn't handle the situation. And so Roosevelt had to come in afterwards to clean things up. But what they did, they took care, they took care of the corporations, but people, you know, committed suicide. They lost their homes. They lost their businesses. And the corporations really took advantage of all that that was going on. You know, they would they would have really been a of this. Okay, now we turn around years later, we had the economic freeze uh, shut down basically in 2008 for about five years, right. and we ended up saying that we bailed out we bailed out the logic the banks, we bailed out the um, the um, the housing the whole banks with the housing situation. We bailed out all the large corporations, the car companies, you name it. We found a way to give them subsidies. But what did they do for the people? They didn't take care of the people. You know, when you at war, and this is one thing I learned in military science. When you're at war, the first thing you take here is your front line. You know, in this case, who are our front line? The people. The people. The people are our front line. You got it right. The people had, are. Had a good day. That's right. That's right. The people are our front line. Next to the people are our small businesses. Our people are sole proprietors. Our small businesses pay 70 to 80 percent. I mean, not pay 70 to 80 percent. They, 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 they employ 70 to 80 percent of the American workforce. And they pay the majority of the taxes. The corporations don't. Okay? So who should you be protecting first? Protecting first. You should be protecting the people first to make sure they don't have those stresses. You should be taking, protecting the small businesses first to make sure they don't have those stresses. So it's not about just giving out money and dollars and grants and loans. We have to get people off the street because we have to protect people first, right? right. So you take people off the street. And then the next thing you know, you have to find a way to first, how do you save them from those stresses after this is over with? You protect their credit. You have to find a way to have a moratorium where no negative credit reporting would be done during this period. We have to do things that we have never done before. Sole proprietor. Sole proprietor in your business. And your personal credit. And your personal credit is on the line. And you and I know for that small business, it needs to be some relief from a business credit standpoint. And I wonder if there's a way to do it where it really well, the president it gets, it gets to the people that actually need it. You the, and I know it gets a little tricky sometimes. The president can do it. You know, the thing is, I think we're at a time where we have almost have to put the whole country to sleep to a certain degree. You have to put the whole country on an economic pause. You know, put it to sleep temporarily for the duration of this. Because first thing we have to do, if you put it on pause, the first thing you have to do is heal people. You have to heal people first. And you have to also feed people, but you have to also make sure their credit is protected to a certain degree. Because you want these people to survive after this is over with. So if you go through this situation and you get negative credit reporting, after this is over with, you try to get a loan, now you are deemed what? At risk because you have bad credit. I don't care what they say about the negative, about the coronavirus, anything like As time goes, you have negative credit no matter what. That's the rules that you have negative credit. Yeah, negative so you have, to, you have to protect the people with that. That's your front line again. You know, we always take care of corporations, but take care of the people who are on the front line like we are at war, which are the people and small businesses, sole proprietors. The corporation is going to get theirs anyway because people are going to always buy after this is over with. It's a habit. Yeah, they're, they're, and the corporation is going to always bounce back. But the small people won't. The small common man won't. I think the country has to really put, the, uh, the, the federal government has to put the country on an economic pause, has to put the country economically asleep, at least at least 80% of the country where there be no negative. So let's take the stress off you. Now your people protect it. Then they can focus on their loved ones and themselves about staying healthy. They have to be worried about going outside, paying the rents and all the rest. Any agreement you have with mortgages and all, you can always put those in the rear. Some things you have to forgive. 
when you have the, you have the treasury at a zero percent in reference to uh, money, the banks can do the same thing. Just put everything on pause. Like, okay, we're going to sleep. Like, we're going to sleep. What happens over the weekend? We're asleep. Don't too much move. So we have to do this for the duration. We have to do things that we have never done before or think about something on this line. If we don't do that, I think we lose because everything else can bounce back except the people and the small businesses. But we have to find a way to make sure the, small, the people and the small businesses are whole after this is over with. Put the country on an economic hold, you don't have to worry about paying nobody. You put the country economically to sleep for a minute, you don't have to worry about, for the duration of this, you don't have to worry about paying nobody because nothing picks up until after this is over with. And, and, and that's my point. My point is that people now have to make a decision. Right, so now you have to worry about... Business owner right now, you have to make a decision. Right. Am I going to pay my creditor, right, to keep the lights on, to keep my supplies coming in, right? You, you know what small business is doing right now? They're worrying. And if you think money is going to resolve this issue, money is not going to resolve this issue, Kwame. Small business are worrying. No, they are worrying. Now, that's real talk. No, they are worrying. And if you think money is going to resolve this issue, I want you to look at this scenario. I have four to 500 businesses, 400 businesses on A Street, between Blankenberg Road and Benning Road, a total of 500 businesses. If the city gave each business $1,000, you're talking about a half million dollars. Okay? If you talk about $10,000, 10, I mean $10,000, uh, if you talk about $10,000, you're talking about over $6 million. Am I right? Or somewhere in that, somewhere in that range. Right. Now, this, this is just A Street. Just imagine you taking this amount of money and you quadrupling that and taking them, do the multipliers, and you taking it all over, all over the city. There's not enough, not enough money, Kwame. So if you put everybody to sleep, money don't become the issue. Because all you have to do now is worry about your health and, your, and, and eating. Those two things you have to worry about, your health and eating. And that's all we should be worried about right now, getting healthy and making sure we have the food, your medical care, the essentials that we need out here and all the rest. That's what we should be focusing on. But somebody has to be bold enough. It's the corporations, I believe, that's putting pressure on the federal government and our officials to not close down. You have to close this country down. I believe every day we wait, we put our citizens more and more at risk. Every day we wait. That's, that's a, that's a, that's a every day we wait, we put our citizens more and more at risk. Do you want to do that? Now it's affecting the congressman. What do you think they're thinking after they get affected? Oh, believe me, I bet you personally they're thinking, oh, we have to close everything down. I don't understand why they were open. I, hey, look, I don't understand why they were open anyway because the mayor had a shutdown of all gyms and spas, but the federal government, I think they were, I guess they were exempt. So now they see what the real issue is. The mayor was right. You guys kept your gym open. You see what happened. Now you're at risk. You no, know, I think that's wise to, to stop everything yeah. down because you don't know where things are really going. And, um, you know, I noticed that, you know, we have um, a tracker on A Street. And we've been tracking H Street for the last two weeks, and we noticed how the numbers really been going down. You know, where we the numbers of people, of people, the numbers of people coming up and down H Street, coming up and down H Street. Yeah, I would, know, so I, I losing, would notice that too. You know, yeah. we're on H Street, right? Yeah, so we've been losing we've actually 100 to 200 people an hour um, on H Street. So you know, we know that this knew that this was coming, so we had to do something that was really unique to really um, help our businesses that are still open now. But I really think still it's the best thing to do is to really close everything down. You know, you close everything down. You, you make sure that you protect the people and their credit. Uh, you, everyone's on the inside. You make sure that people can focus on their health first, Kwame. I think that's important because we all got to put ourselves in, in heal mode. And then we have to make sure that we have the food to eat that we really need. So those are things you really have to focus on more than anything else. If you do that, you don't need a whole lot of money. Just think about this for a while. If you put everything on hold, if you freeze everything, 
what do you need money for? Well, it's a couple. About twenty percent, you're gonna need money. About twenty percent. Right, right. Let me say, but, but I mean, and, and I'm all. I think I'm. I'm. I'm all for this. Let's freeze yeah. everything, right? Yeah. Because I think you're. 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 You're not just not freezing everything, but you're also stepping back, and you're putting a. You know, you can't lose your home. Exactly. You, you know, your student loans are just frozen. You know, now we have to deal with the most important element, which is your credit. That's right. Your right? credit. That's credit, right. right? Because That's right. you can't heal yourself if you're worried about outside and you're worried about your creditors and you don't have a job. That's right. And what's taking place and what I've seen and what I'm experiencing from people calling me is that people are calling me and they, they're being laid off. That's right. Right. And some people are being laid off because they just, you know, there's there's no revenue coming in. Employees so, can't pay. And, and I got that. Yeah, when employees can't to, pay. When it relates to small businesses, right? But let's talk about it. We have some of these big businesses that are getting off, getting rid of people they want to get rid of before the stimulus is passed, right? So then, if there's a uh, if there's a clause that uh, say you can't fire people if you get this money. They've already gotten rid of the people they want to get rid of. And they'll never be and, hired and back. And they'll never be hired back. <laughs> right. So, I mean, some of the sneaky yeah. stuff right. is, I think. Well, that's what large corporations do. I mean, so, people know. They're like, yeah. they're like, oh, they feel a little scared. I know some people that got laid off, and they probably shouldn't have got laid off, but they did because you know why? Because they can. They can. And no one's going to say anything. That's right. You know, exactly so we got to right. be very careful. So it, it, I hate to say this we, word sometimes. It could be to a certain point, some type of cleansing going on at the same time. So you got to be careful yeah. about what's really going on. Corporations, you have to understand that some things they don't have to do, but they're gonna do it. Because right. their first line is not protecting their people, their first line is beholden to their stockholders. Yeah. And so, if we lay people off, if we cut back now, it's more money for our stockholders. They don't care too much about your health, really. They care about their stockholders what, more. And it, what it goes back to my- It's profit over people. Profit over people, and that's what we have to be really careful about. But it, it goes back to my <clears> point, as you said, that we need to, Heal. You need to heal. Right. So people need to understand just because you're off, stay at home. Right. Stay at home. And, and if relax. You, and, and, you need to start or, or, thinking. And if you, if you go somewhere, don't go with a whole bunch of people. There right? you go. I mean, it's not a time to, to some people are just doing all the stuff they want to do when they wasn't at work because they got time to do it. Right. So they want to go to all these five different stores. They want to do all this different stuff. And it has nothing to do with their health. But more importantly, the health of other people. That's right. Right. So the first thing I, I think we're just now starting to believe that this thing can affect us. That's right. Right. We've That's been right. reading about what's going on in Washington. We've been reading about what's going on in, in New York. And now we're like, oh man, this stuff is kinda here. Maybe we should maybe I shouldn't, you know, go to the maybe I shouldn't try to get into the gym. Maybe I shouldn't go to a gathering of like everyone I know, since we all know each other, we're all good, right? Doesn't work like that. That's right. right. Just because everyone's friends don't mean their friends are friends and their friends are friends and their friends are friends and their friends are friends are bringing that virus here. So, you know, as we as we close, what are what are some things that small businesses can do, and you're suggesting that small businesses do at this particular time? You know, if you have delivery, as long as the city and the country is open for movement, um, I advise you again what some are doing now is to deliver online. You know, have online sales um, to um, have big pickup and delivery. Uh, make sure you you stay fifty six feet away from you know, each other. Don't shake hands. You know, um, do the things that the uh, mayor is on is have um, advised us to do. You know, have dccoronavirus.gov, dc.gov. Yep. That website. I think that we should really use it and uh, use that as a guide for us. I think that we really are ahead of the curve. And for small businesses, you look at the mayor what she has to offer. You know, she have over 25 million dollars in, in in grants. 
And um, you look at Maryland, they had $25 million in loans. And so, you know, which one people are going to be happier with? It's a big difference. And so it's a big difference. You know, and so, I, I didn't want to say that, but I <clears throat> No, but I'm, I'm going to tell you the small but, business, no, no, man. Saying, but as you look at what the mayor has done, you look at what the mayor has put on the table, her and her team, to give grants That's right. of $25 Because, once again, it goes back to our process. That's we right. have to heal ourselves, heal our business credit. That's right. So that small business can keep people employed. They can stay in business. And they can provide more tax And those dollars, funds are going to be circulated right here in D.C. They're going to be circulated right here in D.C. Right now, you're gonna get, yeah. if you get a loan and you already don't have no money and you're not going to stop with business credit, then you, you just, you know, it, it, it's a... You put so yourself deep in the hole. Hats off to Mayor you know? Bowser, who stepped right. up to the table, her administration. Hey, go to the website, check it out. Let's give, let's give the mayor credit. Uh, we want to give the mayor credit, and the city council voted on everything just about that she asked for. So I think that's a good thing. That's you know, good. That we all in line. We all in this together. Hey, and, and, and that's going to show you that D.C. is a powerful, powerful, powerful uh, uh, state. It should be a state, 50, yeah, 50 yeah, first yeah. state. It should be a state. Yeah, but and we are, we are setting an example of what other states should, should be doing. And I think if we are giving $25 million in grants and states not doing that, don't y'all think y'all should be looking at us as being becoming a state? I mean, where's the cameras? I need to look at the cameras. Don't y'all think we should be the fifty-first state? Come on, come on, let's be real. But hey, that's just that's just you know, it's good. It's one. It's good to see um, everyone working together for an issue to to resolve a very serious matter. That's I here. agree. And well, thanks for coming by. Oh, right, thank know, you. Always thank you for stopping by. You know, I know you're on A Street. We're on A Street. You always buy anyway. No, I have to. I have to be back here to, to take care of my businesses and make sure and hear them out. I mean, that's my job. You know, people have to understand that the purpose of a, a nonprofit, because you know, we have a nonprofit, right. and the purpose of a nonprofit is to lessen the burden of government. And the people understand that. And I understand my role. My role, when we have issues like this, how can I, or how can we as an organization lessen the burden of government by assisting them to deal with issues like this? And that's what we're doing. We have to step up to the plate and I advise other organizations who are nonprofit to play your part, play your role. Play your role. Help lessen the, the help help lessen the burden of government at this time. Absolutely. Well, you know, <laughs> if it's always real talk, you know it's gonna be real.